Hello, I'm Brittany Campbell-Turner, and this is the Constructor Podcast, session number seven. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Constructor. I'm Brittany Campbell-Turner, and this podcast is dedicated to helping property owners have certainty in their decisions about their construction projects. I want to help property owners foster trusting relationships with your project teams, help you understand how to lower risk, be under budget, and on schedule in your construction projects, and exceed your end user's desires. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I'm excited to bring to you this interview with an amazing guy that is passionate about impacting the industry in an incredible way. He has paired the user-friendly aspects of our social media platforms of today with project management software for construction. It provides great usability and an incredible software. This interview is with Vishal Parwal, and I start out my interview with Vishal asking him how he got started. Listen to what he has to say. Game plan uh, was uh, started uh, in 2013 um, out of need um, and inspiration from uh, my own work uh, uh, in construction industry. Uh, at the time, uh, I was working for Hoffman Construction in Portland, Oregon, okay. uh, and. Uh, it was a multi-million dollar project uh, with uh, hundreds of uh, project team members, project managers, engineers, and everybody. And uh, there was a lot of good uh, project management going on. And we were using like some of the cutting edge technology at that time uh, for managing our projects. What were you uh, using? Mara, we, you like uh, primarily my, uh, my role was uh, doing building information model coordination. Okay. So I was basically the coordinator and uh, we were using like, you know, 10 different tools to um, transfer files to, um, you know, communicate. Uh, Obviously, email is the very first thing that we do. Yes. So email was our primary, primary means of communication and we obviously were using Skyr uh, I think it's been acquired by uh, Oracle, I guess. Okay. Uh, so they were like the big uh, storage company, file storage company. Then we were using Prolog. Uh, mm-hmm. Prolog was not. You I'm know, familiar with Prolog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you use Prolog on your project? I, I have used it, yes. Um, no longer am, but yeah. What, what, What's been your experience with Prolog? Um, it's a little antiquated um, compared to you know what's available today, especially in our um, cloud-based systems. Um, yeah. So you know everything's uploaded on a server, and it's um, you know it's just very blocky. I wouldn't say it's user-friendly. Mm-hmm. 2011, 12. I think those were the years when you know Prolog really started looking antique, you know, like old. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think you know that was the time when a lot of people actually caught in this business. Uh, I later realized that you know a lot of people were jumping in uh, this, uh, and that was because you know why? That's because you know everybody was obviously frustrated with what they were using in their workplaces, mm-hmm. and 
you know on when they go home they use this really awesome apps and you know the iphone was out and uh, people were like hey you know why our work software sucks and then you know you 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 had on one hand you had facebook linkedin twitter and then on the other hand you had like uh, outlook uh, prolog and excel and then you know the contrast was was pretty clear that you know we we, we need to move forward and this this was the next logical step basically like you know this this was not nothing like revolutionary but uh, it definitely uh, was the need of our and uh, I, i think you know that that was one of the reasons you know frustration was one of the reasons uh, we got in this thing but um, we still see that you know there is a there is still you know so much information uh, on these projects that's not being organized very well and uh, uh, you know a lot of times it's, it's not only the software itself it's it's people i'm so, so glad you said that uh, yeah <laughs> it's very much the people that tends to be the issue um, it's the mindset around how to approach work and how to approach collaboration um, so mm-hmm. i i think that that's one thing that i noticed in your the article um mm-hmm. and i said you know what this guy is somebody i want to i want to talk to um before you know i do want to understand like the features of game plan mm-hmm. and and what not but it it appeared that you started blogging about construction back in 2009 is that mm-hmm. true like what what got you involved with doing that in the first place well i uh, was a student at texas a&m university at that time uh, i was uh, studying construction management a graduate student at uh, construction science department in college station so i was doing a lot of reading uh, i was doing a lot of projects with uh, you know different students uh, our professors advisors i was active in local uh, lean construction institute chapters in houston so you know there was a lot that i was uh, consuming and uh, i i really got into you know uh, this uh, idea of uh, you know uh, start sharing these small nuggets of uh, ideas and uh, uh, insights that i was getting at that time so you will see like you know there is a evolution in my blog as well from 2009 and later where i you know start with basic uh, and very focused on lean construction and then i moved to uh, you know technology and how like my thesis actually you can read my thesis it's available online um in my thesis itself i i actually mapped uh, the idea that i'm working on right now i I, I I had this you know um, uh, that uh, that insight that that time that you know somehow all these technologies need to come together mm-hmm. uh, and a uh, lot of brainstorming was done and um, uh, we were like I was uh, working with uh, one of the construction uh, teams uh, from Turner Construction at that time uh, at Texas A&M campus itself and. Um, that's where i was working with 
contractors, uh, subcontractors, uh, and we were like using basic technology, emails and excels, but we were implementing last planner system of lean construction. Okay, so this was 2009, you were actually studying at Texas A&M and you were also working at, con at Turner Construction? Yeah, so I was an intern. Okay. Yeah, so as an intern, I was uh, helping them implement lean construction. So I was there, like, you know, the coordinator for lean construction. So, you know, there was a sharp contrast from there to next becoming BIM coordinator where everything was about technology. Uh, you know, like, my job was mostly in computers. So... Uh, on, on the other hand, like on Turner Construction, it was uh, something else. It was working with people and realizing basically, you know, why we need technology to really uh, be more productive in doing what we were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, you will see like all the blogs and uh, like I, I think I didn't write uh, much uh, since like last two, three years maybe. I, I am not sure when I blogged last. Uh, but if you read my last blog, uh, you will see that, uh, you know, I, t I talk about like, you know, again, uh, a lot about uh, where we need to go as an ind as industry. Uh, like, uh, what's your, remind me what your blog um, URL is? What's the domain name? It's uh, B-I-N. Bim Green Lean dot blogspot dot com. Okay. All right. So it'd be good to um, share that with any listeners as well. So that that's good. All yeah. right. So I'm pulling that up now. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit more about that that blog. Um, and the changes that you're saying? Well, uh, if you read that blog, uh, you'll see that, you know, all these technologies, uh, I think in 2012, I, 2012 or 2013, I, I had that blog up there. I don't remember the exact year even. But uh, uh, it was in response to um, the questions posted by one of the professors, uh, Randy, from... Uh, University of uh, Illinois uh, and uh, he posed the question how the data-driven construction is going to look like and uh, in response to his several of his questions I actually um, I, I responded with you know the enablers uh, of uh, technology uh, like uh, government mandates of PIM implementation. Uh, so, remind me, like, which uh, which state are, are you in? Oh, I'm in Chicago. I'm in Illinois. So, okay. yes, um, university, um, UIC. Is, that's, that's where you said the guy's from? Yeah, University of Illinois, Urbana. Uh, what's the full name? That's it's like, a, you know, it's in Urbana-Champaign. Yeah, yeah, south. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep, that's, that's, um, that's University, oh geez, University of Illinois in, in Champaign-Urbana. That's what it's called. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, uh, like, you know, later on, uh, 
he went on writing a book uh, you can read his book uh, professor wrote a book and uh, uh, he actually I, i i i guess like you know he he did a really good job uh, at that and uh, it was about uh, you know how all this technology is coming together uh, in one um, whether it be uh, virtual reality at that time sensors pim lean construction um, you know government mandates uh, uh, your uh, drones were not big at that time but uh, i am not sure if i included drones but all these technologies are like really coming together now um, and we still have to go a long way um, one of the very fundamental uh, fundamental uh, piece of uh, the blog that i wrote was uh, uh data knowledge information wisdom uh framework uh I'm, if you are familiar with that i'm not sure have you heard of no this? i'm really interested in it though that sounds really cool um please tell me more <laughs> so you know the, the, you can read the blog uh, with for more details but the basic uh, uh fundamental uh, uh principle if you will is uh, or the um, concept in this framework is uh, um, having the data uh, is not enough uh, but the you know like it, it's like how the how how you get to wisdom basically so you know you have data and then that that data becomes knowledge mm-hmm. uh, you can use it as information but the ultimate uh, goal is to have wisdom so you know we do all this documentation and we do scheduling we do estimates and all these estimates that we do you know that they are like uh, the 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 most right thing about estimates is they are always wrong so you know we are always playing the catch up game the guessing game uh, but you know there is certain level of wisdom there and that comes from uh experience so more experienced people basically can do better guess um and uh, you know that that's something that uh, we should be able to now achieve using technology and the data that is available yeah i mean it it makes sense it, you know the the manufacturing industry is is implementing the their understanding of of what the data is showing within big data and maximizing their um efficiencies right now. Um yes, construction is a little bit different of an industry just because each project is is different and you don't have the same workflow. So you can't monitor the throughput as um basically it's it's not a it's not a parallel comparison here with manufacturing. But I mm-hmm. think that we're in the we have enough we have enough history we have enough background information where mm-hmm. we can utilize the data that we have at hand and you're right create create um if you will a uh, a framework that we can pull that wisdom that you're speaking mm-hmm. of out of it mm-hmm. i totally i can totally envision what you're what you're referring to and that you know that, that's what we are going behind as well um we we are playing a very small 
part in getting there uh, there are a lot of uh, you know re- good good things happening technology wise in in industry right now mm. well and uh, as per the parallels to manufacturing go we actually are moving towards becoming like manufacturing industry like we are moving towards prefabrication we are moving towards 3d printing so you know we we will start manufacturing our our facilities buildings and infrastructure very soon like uh, the technology that we have available today and i i'm pretty sure like it's going to disrupt the industry in really significant way like you know, prefabrication modular construction and uh, uh, your 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 uh, 3d printing all together with the robots that we are we have you know coming uh, in next few years maybe 5 years at most you know uh, <laughs> i i just wanted to know you said the word disrupt and mm-hmm. uh you know that's something that's being heavily that word is mm-hmm. very popular right now in the tech mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. um you know i'm i'm curious um are you just having built game plan your saas entrepreneur at this point are you part of any entrepreneurship um or or business incubators no, no we are not okay mm-hmm. okay um, yeah it, yeah like the reason i use the use the word uh, disrupt is because you know um the software is eating the world now right now like uh, if very popular vc uh, gave this uh, quote recently and it's very much true uh, in construction industry is not disrupted yet and and software is going to eat construction industry in in the ways i am I'm, i'm sure that you know when no one like like as as far as like you know the the traditional construction people go like the contractors especially go they are not thinking about that but you know their jobs can be gone like overnight uh, by just you know because of the because of the disruption that uh, technology is going to bring you know maybe we we will start building uh, buildings in Uh, one tenth of the time that we are building it in, uh, and we are not building on sites anymore, and everything is manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know, we're drilled at that. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's coming. I mean, with drone three D printers. <laughs> well, yeah, three D printers. Like there is the, the first office building, three D office printed building was uh, recently opened in Dubai. Yep. And uh, so you know it's it's coming like you know we it, we we didn't think like last year I was like really excited about 3D printing and I was attending some AEC hackathons and I saw the printers there and I was like okay this is the next big thing and you know we are sitting in 2016 and they printed a building so It's amazing. I, I must say, it is really freaking amazing. And and I must say that I post on twi- Twitter pretty often, and and I have three D printing Thursday um, because mm-hmm. you know it's it really is 
doing exactly what you're saying. It's disrupting the industry. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I don't think the industry is ready for it. It's happening globally. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really hot in Europe. And, mm-hmm. and people are testing the technology over mm-hmm. and over again. And, and it's being refined. I don't think that we know what construction is truly going to look like in the next five years because of mm-hmm. how this technology is impacting us. So... I do want to switch gears a little bit here and specifically ask you um, to tell us about Game Plan. Um, what is it all about? So uh, Game Plan is a uh, cloud-based construction management uh, solution uh, that uh, is built to bring all parties together uh, on the same platform, automate a lot of the processes. Um, and uh, move the industry uh, towards a uh, lean uh, lean goal uh, with the help of technology. So uh, feature-wise, uh, we do offer all the basic features uh, uh, like um, uh, request for information, submittals, change order management, contracts, payments, uh, file sharing, we do integrate with all the popular cloud file sharing solutions like Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, SharePile, OneDrive. Um, we um, have uh, a robust uh, scheduling and project planning tool that uh, is based on um, the lean principles and uh, the tools used in lean construction like Last Planner system. Yep. Uh, you know, for bringing all the information together uh, from offices, from consultants, architects, to the job site and doing the work work phase planning. Uh, so uh, basically, you know, um, publishing the weekly plans, look ahead plans, and then um, tracking percentage plan complete. But uh, in the process, uh, planning part of it, uh, really using the technology to uh, analyze uh, the readiness of uh, uh, the assignments that go in uh, on the construction projects. So we really focused uh, our attention on, um, uh, you know, getting that thing right. And uh, we built the entire product around it. Uh, So... Uh, I can give you a simple example how it works. Um, so, you know, every assignment uh, that needs to happen on the job site, let's say a uh, concrete pour of uh, one or, you know, 10 cubic yard needs to happen. Um, you need uh, the area ready with all the steel, uh, the reinforcement that needs to go in, all the uh, scaffolding, uh, you need the right people at the right time, you need the inspection done, you need any RFIs uh, answered before you go in, uh, you need all the submittals uh, checked, uh, and uh, you, you need uh, the material uh, that needs to be delivered on the job site at the right time. Uh, and you need right equipment to do your job, uh, and so on. So you know there is all these, all these moving. There are all these moving parts, and you know all these functions uh, on the job side are 
done by different people uh, and and the project managers and su- superintendents uh, are they they are the ones who lead the charge in making sure that everything works together what we built allows everybody on the job site and not like people not in on the job site maybe off in on their offices come together and plan the project together to make sure that any assignment let's say again going back to pouring 10 cubic yards of concrete uh, happens on the plant day so we have uh, really good analytics around it uh, we have red flags uh, green flags for the things that need attention or you know that 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 can affect uh, the plant success that sounds really that sounds really amazing number 1 um number 2 it sounds really um and truly like it's an integrated mm-hmm. approach to to having people collaborate on all levels i'm curious do it who are the people who can um be a user i guess is the owner included in that um mm-hmm. the user the user base and and what role might they be playing in the um kind well, of collaboration uh, yeah the collaboration you know i would i would say you know any construction manager uh, and especially general contractors are the ones uh, who can really utilize this thing because they are responsible for doing all this Uh, that I just talked about. Yes. But owner and architects and engineers and subcontractors are the one who participate in the process. So it's you know everybody playing their part and general con- contractor orchestrating the whole thing. Okay. So when I say general contractors, like you know, like in. like the most popular uh, dis- uh, project delivery models uh, uh, this like you know today are cma at risk uh, again like you know general contractors so general general contractors are playing the contract construction managers uh, role on most yep. of the projects so that's why i say them but you know, you know sometimes uh, for instance um, Uh, companies use uh, like owners uh, use uh, consultants who represent who are like owners representatives and they are also construction managers and they can also become the orchestrators because they can bring everybody together and they can you know have everyone play their roles so the way we design game plan uh, is uh, you know um, having this platform where everybody can ro- play their own role and they can they can also keep their own data so that's like a really unique thing uh, that we do is uh, you can have your suppliers uh, join your team on game plan and they can have their own you know uh, confidential database and uh, dashboard uh, that they can use to communicate with you and to give you updates and they can manage their own internal processes and collaboration part of it uh, with the project team using this uh, dashboard and using this portal supplier portal uh, and you know there are a lot of uh, 
like we have very comprehensive role based system so you can have different permissions for different players mm-hmm. um, on the job site and uh, on the job site or on the on the project and uh, you can assign people role so they have uh, access to the information the only information that they need so need to know basis information thing is there uh so you know like uh we we um really focused uh on the collaboration piece like we're not only like just like just just the one company uh run the, the entire software that's not how game plan is designed it is designed so you know people from different companies use it together because you know how prolog works uh, it is like you know a logging system so you log um, let's say rfis submittals and uh, it's like uh, you have a document control team that receives the rfis submittals and then they email those things to uh, like you know as far as like when i was using the document control team was uh, emailing the rfis and when the rfis got answered they will go in and then they will log in the rfis in the system right into a log that yeah, so, can then generate know, a report yeah yeah i mean you know i i i think that's like the byproduct of what we do you know on right. game plan people come and they collaborate and everything that prolog did i think for rfis and some beetle sets for as i uh, saw it doing at that time was uh, uh, it was a data entry and uh, reporting tool but yes. game plan is not a data entry and reporting tool it, it is uh, like data and reports are by products of what people do on game plan they collaborate they ask questions to each other they um, answer questions they share ideas they solve problems together by sharing this you know different uh, um ideas solutions uh, and and in terms of you know it's like uh, you will see a lot of uh, faces in game plan so you know all over you will see people like if you upload your profile picture you will see your picture in all documentation everywhere you know so it's like a highly collaborative platform that sounds really amazing and and it's I must say that it's hard to wrap my head around um without mm-hmm. having seen a demo um but I will mm-hmm. definitely take you up on um mm-hmm. walking through it with an existing user um mm-hmm. and and yeah basically documenting that and and sharing that as well um mm-hmm. but I I do think just based upon how you're describing it um mm-hmm. all the reporting being a byproduct that's definitely reducing mm-hmm. the time wasting um mm-hmm. and you're truly just collaborating to find the solutions to the challenges that you're encountering um mm-hmm. whatever the RFI is or um or just design that you're working through at this point so yeah that that sounds really amazing um i do want to ask how bim yeah yeah you should feel really proud to just to have this product out there. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, definitely. We are really pushing right now uh to, you know, 
get more people uh, to uh, you know wrap their heads around it because this is definitely something that we hear from everybody whom we uh, talk to about this and whom we show because you know uh, we, we we think you know even though the interface of the software is pretty intuitive um, people say that it's intuitive uh, the process part of it uh, uh, and the you know construction management knowledge part of it is something that needs uh, you know getting your head around uh, well, that, that's that where wisdom it, right yeah yeah <laughs> i mean because uh, you know again uh, software cannot do everything on its own like uh, the you know I, i'm sure like i'm not right now but at some uh, some point in time it will uh, because I, I envision like you know the software knowing everything and building the building on its own you don't need rfi submittal nothing you know everything right. is already perfect based on the requirements that you told it and the computer is actually wise enough to know the site conditions and everything so you know that that's coming maybe you know it's maybe a stretch uh, not in near future but i i see that coming Wow, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I was going to ask how how BIM is is integrated into to game plan. Mm, well, uh, the way uh, our uh, customers use the game plan uh, for BIM coordination is uh, basically for tracking the issues, uh, coordination issues in uh, game plan. They have a workflow where uh, they run, let's say, Navis work, uh, Navis works 3D model meetings. Uh, this is a coordination meetings on using Autodesk 3D uh, Navis works, uh, and then um, during the meeting, they take uh, screenshots of all the problems that they see. So you know, they, they create the viewpoints and they also do the screenshots. And then we have a feature in game plan where you can copy and paste the, the screenshot right in uh, in the browser. So you copy and paste the screenshot there. You write that, you just write like, you know, what the issue is. You uh, assign it to the right team member and the issue is tracked there. And okay. they, are mapping this issue to Nevisworks viewpoint at this point. So we do not have a direct integration with uh, Nevisworks, but uh, you know this is the workflow that our customers use uh, for tracking, and we make that really easy for them. Um, yeah, that sounds like a really useful feature to be able to track all the the coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, details. definitely. Okay. Um, very cool. Um, do you have anything else about game plan that you'd like to share? We have um, uh, web apps, mobile apps, uh, and uh, pretty much, you know, um, as I said, like we, we built the entire system around collaboration, all the processes, construction project management processes of RFI, submittal change order, everything is built around this uh, project planning tool and uh, um, you know, uh, there is a lot more uh, in terms of how, how many features we have, but, uh, you know, maybe Gameplay is not only about features, but it is about, you know, how we 
approach uh, the problems that we are trying to solve we are trying to solve everything using you know the hard code collaboration approach yeah well it sounds like it's going to definitely be evolving um based mm-hmm. upon you know what your user feedback is and and just the need um, mm-hmm. but so far it definitely sounds really great um I guess, did you have anything that you wanted to just kind of leave me with, leave the audience with um, about, you know, what you think might be the one thing that we should we should be doing to prepare for the future and or, you know, collaborate better? Um, I would say that, you know, uh, everybody should uh, not keep thinking about like whether they should uh, get on board with BIM or new technologies, but they should be uh, start uh, implementing those things on their project in whatever form, you know, small or big, they can. Uh, you know, they should start uh, investing in this because this uh, is going to disrupt the industry uh, sooner than people will realize, and uh, you know, there will be new players who will. Um, be having the competitive edge um, using technology uh, not only construction expertise so get on board (laughs) I appreciate that and I guess one thing I I do want to just ask how would you want people to get in touch with you to learn more about game plan well uh, they can go to our website Uh, it's uh, gameplancloud.com and they can write uh, emails to me at uh, Vishal, uh, it's V as in Victor, I-S-H-A-L at gameplancloud.com Awesome. Thanks so much, Vishal. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Vishal. He and I spoke about having another interview with one of Game Plan's customers in the near future. So, you can look forward to Game Plan's user experience in episode number nine. Also, a YouTube video should be coming out uh, just alongside it as well. So, for this interview, you can find the show notes with resource links and this podcast at constructor.com slash zero seven. Bye for now.